peace be with you in Jesus' name. Jesus, our triumphant King, arrives, and we celebrate him on this Palm Sunday. The eternal triumph would be his. And so we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 118. Open for me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. With boughs of green, join in the procession to God's altar. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. On Palm Sunday, we um, at church get a palm to wave. If you don't have a palm at home, a towel, a dish rag, uh, anything would do to celebrate that blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And we praise and thank you for redeeming us and saving us. Jesus, our Lord, entered the city of Jerusalem in triumph and was celebrated as the son of David and the king of kings by those who scattered their cloaks and their palm branches in his path. We ask now that you bless these palm branches and bless us who carry them, that we may remind that we may be reminded that Jesus is King and Lord of our lives, and that in him we are saved and set free forever. We ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. On Palm Sunday, first we turn to the sacred word of the prophet Zechariah, chapter 9, beginning at verse 9. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. 
See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. Return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. Even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle lesson is from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, beginning at verse 5. Paul writes, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he made himself nothing. By taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is according to St. John, the 12th chapter, beginning at verse 12. Glory to you, O Lord. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it as it is written. Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Now, The crowd that was with him, when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to spread the word. 
many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. This is the gospel of the Lord. And praise to you, O Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our days, it is good to celebrate the small things. Good, we might say, I got that done. A small moment of celebration feels good. After you accomplish something, before you go on to the next hard thing, to have a moment to be grateful and at peace. Well, Jesus had done some things that deserved a moment of celebration. Jesus had traveled through these small villages and he would just reach out and touch someone, healing blindness or sickness. Astonished people would have a moment of celebration. And then, just as quietly as he came, Jesus would move on. Sometimes the things Jesus did were so amazing, it was kind of hard to celebrate. When Jesus walking across the lake, greeted his disciples in their boat. They were afraid, and then they were just kind of dazed. And then finally, when Jesus gets into the boat with them and they see that it's really him, finally, they can take a moment to celebrate and worship and savor what they have seen. You and I need our small moments of celebration. Good, you might say. I got the dishes done. It's best not to think that you will maybe have to do that again real soon. It's better to enjoy the moment. It's good to be present in what each moment brings us. So now in this moment, oh, Jesus raised his friend Lazarus from the dead. He brought him back to life. 
Those who witnessed this moment had to celebrate. What a miracle! Jesus gives new life? But at the same time, it was best to not think about what was going to come after this. This time, what Jesus had done felt bigger, much harder to forget. Powerful men in Jerusalem got together and they agreed. Here is this man performing miraculous signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And then the Romans will come and take away our temple and our nation. When Jesus raised Lazarus to life, Jesus had been moved by his love and compassion for one man and his family. God's love is great. It just could not be contained or hidden. You and I celebrate the love and compassion of God in the small moments of our lives. When we can say, good, I got the laundry done, we can celebrate the small blessings, a washing machine that works, warm water and soap that gets clothes clean. God's love and his compassion is shown to us most often in small, wondrous ways. And it's good to celebrate these moments of God's providential care. It's easy to forget they are, after all, ordinary moments of our lives. But now, well, now Jesus had done something that was going to be really hard to forget. This man, Lazarus, had been in his grave, and Jesus had gone out there. A bunch of people followed him. Jesus tells them to roll away the stone. And he looks in and he calls this man Lazarus by name, commanding him to come to life, to join again in the land of the living, his sisters and his friends. Well, people could just not stop talking about this man Lazarus and Jesus and the miracle that had happened. And now people who had never seen Jesus wanted a moment to celebrate him. That opportunity would come when Jesus arrived in Jerusalem. Jesus was being drawn forward by something that would make more than just mere history. Long, long ago, God set in motion his plan of salvation. Our loving God made a promise. And now, now in this moment, he would be faithful to it. It all leads to this moment and the sacred events 
that would unfold in Jerusalem in this one week. For so long, God had spoken, spoken plainly through his prophets. 500 years before this, the message of Zechariah the prophet was powerful that God remembers. Zechariah says, God, the creator of all things, he is sovereign king over all history, all people, all nations, and all times. The prophet Zechariah says, God is sovereign king over the past, the present, and the future. So the prophet says, look for him. See your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey. God remembers, and now he arrives. It's all so grand, and it's all so great, it's hard to grasp. Sometimes we need these small moments that bring it all down to earth. We need those moments when we can say, oh, okay, yeah, I see. It really is okay. It really is good. God is our loving and compassionate king. Zechariah the prophet was saying, you will see God making it very real. And, well, can you picture this? A man rides a donkey into Jerusalem. What's he doing? Is he riding in from the country to do his grocery shopping for the week? <laughs> no, Zechariah says. This humble man is the triumphant king to whom every knee should bow in heaven and on earth. And Zechariah tells us, the king, you'll recognize him because he comes with the greatest of humility. But he really is the righteous one. He is the triumphant one. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea. Okay, well, in reliving the events of Holy Week, we see that more than just history was being made. The Holy One of Heaven came in humility to sacrifice himself for us so that we can have a sacred and an eternal life in his name. Everything about Jesus would make this very real. This big thing, so hard to grasp, so hard to understand, it would become very real in the events of this holy week. Now, riding into Jerusalem on a donkey, 
Well, now in this moment, Jesus is trying to make this as small and real enough so that people could say, yes, I see. Here comes a righteous and true man. And yes, when they saw him coming into Jerusalem, the people gathered on the road and they cheered. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Waving their palms or whatever they had, they celebrated Jesus. In that moment, it did not really matter what was going to happen tomorrow. It didn't really matter in that moment what would happen in the rest of the week. This was a moment when they could celebrate Jesus as their king. In this moment, this one moment, a bond was being created. In this celebration on the road to Jerusalem, these people were giving Jesus their faith and trust. They were cheering, and their spirit was saying, Yes, Jesus, we see you now. We celebrate you. You are king. We believe in you. I imagine Jesus riding by these people, and he is filled with love and compassion for them. Some part of him is saying to himself, yes, I will sacrifice myself for you. Yes, I will rise in victory for you. On the back of the donkey riding into Jerusalem while the crowd cheers and celebrates, I wonder... Can Jesus hear his Father in heaven say, Yes, my son, it is for them. I have sent you here for them. For 2,000 years now, people of faith, people like you and me, have savored this moment returning to the road into Jerusalem. If only in our mind's eye, we wave our palms for just a moment as Jesus passes by. Here's our king, our peace, our salvation. And in a way, this short moment of celebration reminds us That when we see God's grace, we see his goodness in any one moment, we should pause and celebrate that moment before it passes. Because we know who to thank. We have seen him ride by in such humility that the moment could easily be missed. But for this moment... When we see him, we will raise our palms and celebrate that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father forever 
Our king has come. And he is triumphant. This moment is sacred, eternal, and a joyous celebration. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father in heaven, we thank you and praise you and worship you. Bless us with faith and trust as we celebrate Jesus arriving into Jerusalem. Bless us in this holy week that we may treasure the salvation and triumph Jesus has given us by the holy sacrifice and the ultimate victory that is his to give for us. May we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for everyone according to their needs. Holy Lord, all glory and praise we offer to you. For you are the Redeemer and King, our Savior and friend. We adore you and exalt you. Your holy name be above all names. Hosanna, Lord Jesus, come and save us. Reign over us according to your good and gracious will. Bless us with what is good and right and true. Hosanna, Lord Jesus, come and save us. Lord Jesus, throughout your earthly time, you brought comfort and healing to many. Bring your healing now to us. Grant wellness, comfort, and faith to those who need your care. Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. 
Hear us as we pray, Hosanna, Lord Jesus, come and save us. Lord of life, your death on the cross means life for us. Today we pray that we may share this life in our homes and families, being united by the assurance of the resurrection to new life and being healed in our relationships by the grace of forgiveness. Hosanna, Lord Jesus, come and save us. And Lord, during this holy week, strengthen our faith and trust in you. As we move from the triumph of Palm Sunday to the sacrifice of Good Friday and on to the victory of Easter, be with us and send your Spirit that we may rejoice in your great love for us. Hosanna, Lord Jesus, come and save us. King of heaven, strengthen our faith and trust until that day when we enter the gates of the new Jerusalem with you forever. Hosanna, Lord Jesus, come and save us. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And Lord, we thank you that you have taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, who in your gracious love for us gave your only Son, Jesus Christ, to take our sinful nature upon himself and give us a new sacred life. Thank you for the suffering servant who came for our redemption. Bless us and be with us in this holy week, in all your splendor and glory. Amen. Hosanna in the highest. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.